0: Good morning, everyone. This is Daily Practice Success. I'm your host, Jonathan Alcade. And today we're gonna to talk about podcasting and how can we how can we prepare for podcast interview? How can we use podcasts as part of our business strategy? I believe long term that most almost all businesses need podcasting in their business is because it's easy and um, you could make content out of it, and you could interview people to come and get their attention. So um, today, um, a person, uh, my guest is Agnes. Is Agnes is founder? of Raw and Real Media, a company that helps coaches, entrepreneurs to become successful in storytelling and gets them booked on the right podcast to increase their authority and get more organic leads. Um, She's been doing podcasting for a very long time and she used podcasting to get clients, put herself out there. And I can't wait to interview her because she's actually making money doing this. And this is her whole strategy, podcasting, um getting leads making money so i mean i can't wait to introduce bring her out and i'm excited for this let's just bring her out and get started yeah all right agnes hey Good morning
1: hey thank you so much for having me i'm super excited to be on your show
0: Ah, I love that you're here, and thank you for coming in and tuning, in, um, coming in and you know doing this interview. Um, Agnes, um, if, before we get started, l- give us a little backstory. How did you get started with podcasting?
1: Yeah, it's actually a funny story. You know, um, it all came for me out of the fact that I had to do research in entrepreneurship. For me, I wrote um, my master thesis on the topic of fear of failure in entrepreneurship meant for me that I really had to find those early stage founders and get in touch with them and you know get them to trust me and get them to give me a 45-minute interview for research purposes. So I started building up my network and I started getting to know a lot of founders and CEOs um, and out of that I realized that People really put on a mask and they don't really show their real emotions and their fears to the outside world and really their doubts that they're experiencing on a daily basis. And hearing that from people in such a powerful position you know that really changed my perspective of what I was also capable of and there were just so many learnings in these conversations that I really wanted to bring this to the world and I thought like hey other people can benefit from that as well and hopefully Be empowered, right? So that's when I actually started researching online, you know, what kind of podcasts are out there. But I couldn't really find something that was more focused on the vulnerable side of entrepreneurship. And that's when I really decided to take the leap and basically, you know, go into it. And and I started out, I didn't have any experience in podcasting, I didn't really know anything about interviewing. So I was extremely nervous in the beginning because I also did mainly in-person interviews. Mm. Um, but yeah, like also looking back at it now, I developed so much and just also my confidence increased a lot. And also my my image of other people changed a lot because I also realized that no matter what title we have, you know, or how accomplished we might be, that in the end, we're all human. and And that's a really nice realization to have.
0: Oh, that's very interesting. Now you just touch on a subject that most people don't even know. Like there, there is like something, all of us, like all of us, there's, there's something we suck at, something we're not good at, something that, you know, like our... Um, we don't think about our limiting beliefs or something like, you know, insecurities. And most all of us have all those things, which is uh, some people just good at masking it and that don't bring it out. So when you talk to this business owner that are like successful, and you find out the you know they're just human. And is that makes you more like confident, and you're asking them questions? Or how does that work?
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure, right? Because Personally, I had that image. Um, I worked before in the corporate sector as a recruiter, and there was just a lot of distance um, between the coworkers and also between the management, you know, and I never really... I, I had the feeling, okay, those people that are really a founder or a CEO, they have insights that other people don't have, and they have just a lot of confidence. But I realized that they still have these types of fears, but they're just managing it in a different way and they know that the fear is there and they just put it aside and they're like hey I'm still gonna do it and I'm just gonna ignore it for now and that's also that I something that I've learned um, through these types of interviews um, and again because I had so many different conversations with people with super fancy titles you know earning a lot of money and all of that so that really, Empowered me, and since then, I'm not afraid to get in touch with anyone, anyone. you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually simple, too. And podcasting is such a way that you're actually helping um, those people that are like, um, you know, have money or like people in power because you're actually helping them. Um, But before that, how are you preparing for your podcast interview? I know because um, for me, I'm a a little bit more confident because I actually prepare for my interview, but now you've been doing it for um, more than a year. How are you preparing for your podcast interview?
1: Yeah, so... When I started out, I was just researching a lot. So I checked out this person and I checked out, you know, two, three other podcasts where this person has been a guest. I checked out diverse media online about them. So I checked them out on YouTube, uh, articles that were out there about them. And then I was just like based out of that, I would find certain phrases in there that I thought might be really interesting where I could really dive deep into that would be potentially interesting for my audience and besides that especially with the remote interviews in some cases i just schedule a chat of like 15 minutes with this person and just get a feeling a little bit about who they are um and ask them some pre-question in advance um that will make it then easier to get really into the conversation. Because if you don't have any information at all about this person, you're kind of tapping in the dark, right? right. And, you don't, yeah, and you don't really know where the goal is, right? Where the really interesting part is, and um, that will give the listener a lot of value. Mm-hmm. So I really believe the more information you can get about someone in advance, the better you will know where to direct the conversation
0: absolutely and you're more confident on your interview when you have like list of questions you actually know the person and you know what um what he or she does and how she um using uh, there's a tab- topic of course and how she's using all of those things and just ask questions and it's actually simpler sim- more simple it's simpler than most people think I think people get caught up on there's you know, it's, this is hard or like the person uh, who are, who am I, well, who am I for them to pay attention to me? But you overcome, like, you, did you do some research before you started your podcasting or you just dive in because, you know, hey, what's the worst thing that could happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, when I started out, I watched a lot of YouTube videos about how to start a podcast and <laughs> just listen to a lot of other podcasts, you know, that were focused on this topic. Mm-hmm. So that's really mainly how I gained the knowledge. And I knew from the beginning that I wanted to produce good quality content, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to the audio, because I just know myself, you know, if I listen to a podcast for 10 seconds and the audio quality isn't good, then I'm not going to keep listening. So I was making sure that I would gain a lot of skills when it comes to editing
0: and, and all
1: of that, you know?
0: Well, there's a lot to go behind, behind the scene, right. And the editing part and, but, you know, but the audio quality is so important. So people just, you know, invest in a good mic. It's, it's, there's some, I think you're using the same thing as mine. It's cost 70 bucks on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can be yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so let's get dive into it because you have a business in podcasting and using podcasts for business um how can a podcast help your business um that's what i wanted to know
1: yeah, so first of all, I think it was really dependent on what type of business you have, right? So especially when you have a business that is focused on services, um, mm-hmm. then really people get to know you well because they get to know your interview style. Um, you can create also solo episodes where you just share your knowledge, which means that people really get to trust you because they listen to you they adapt to your voice um, they have the feeling that they know you even though they never really talk to you I have the same thing you know when I listen to some podcasts um, like hey you know I'm just gonna listen to that friend again um, but actually I never really talk to them it's just that I follow their podcast on a regular basis and there's this feel- feeling of familiarity which means that it's way easier than to actually sell something to this person because they already know you so well and besides that it can give you also a lot of visibility so you can be discovered way easier and you can also create a lot of content out of it and post that on social media on a regular basis because some people for example have a lot of problems with coming up with ideas right and you could also just record kind of one episode and take out a lot of clips and bits and pieces out of that and post that for, let's say, a week, um, which means that that would also save you a lot of work. Besides that, you can also get in touch with um, people that are potential leads Mm -hmm. and interview them on your podcast. And then while you talk to them, you develop a relationship. And then in the end, you know, I mean we all want to help each other out. So the conversation might lead to a potential collaboration or some type of other connection, or um, maybe one person decides to purchase a service, you know? So there are really a lot of ways how you can be strategic about using your own podcast.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting to me how the podcast helps me reach out to people that in the real world, would never pay attention to me. They're like ignore me. But the podcast itself is a it's a way to give value to to make give them a reason to come to my um you know, pay attention to me. I have something that's value to you, and you know come to my podcast. Let's build a relationship and potentially sell to you, collaborate with you, and you know give you give you something that would help you out. So that's building relationship, right? And that's more important than anything. Um, so how did you, why is it important for you to use podcasting as part of your business? I mean, there's a lot, a lot that you mentioned, but you know, how did you know that you need to do a podcast to build a relationship? Because at the beginning of my career, I actually reached out to people, the mm-hmm. potential, um, potential business partner. However, they're like ignoring me. They're like, Oh, I'm just, they're trying to sell me something. But for you, did you start your podcasting? Knowing that, hey, I want to start podcasting because I want to sell something.
1: Yeah, so it's funny. I mean, the way how I started out was not very business focused and mm-hmm. not very strategic in the beginning. So yes. I wouldn't really <laughs> recommend that to, to everyone out there. Um, Because, again, I really started out because I had a strong belief in the content um, that I Got from these founders again, talking about the fears and more like the negative emotions, um, which was very new to me. And I really believed that a lot of people would get value out of that. And I wasn't really focused on strategic aspects when it comes to monetizing and so on. Um, you know, I thought I would just monetize via sponsors um, soonish, mm-hmm. and I did have one sponsor. But I realized that it's it takes way more time and effort to get one um, especially when you're starting out um, than I anticipated. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah you know just uh, I had to change some things up along the way Um, but I really enjoy podcasting and, and that's what keeps me going because I really enjoy these types of conversations and I talk to a lot of people that ask me for advice about podcasting and how to start and they don't really know what to focus on or, you know, what format to choose. Uh, But often people don't realize the amount of work that it takes to do this, um, especially, you know, looking for guests, preparing for the interviews, actually recording, doing a potential setup, editing it and of course the most important part promoting it and um, so that people actually see it um, and they're just not aware of the time commitment especially on a weekly basis so I think just you know um, think if you really want to do this for a couple of years because that's actually what it takes to grow it unless of course you have a lot of Um, leverage and money that you can use to invest in ads and so on and then you're gonna grow fast
0: that's absolutely correct um for me like there's well at the beginning people you gotta understand you you gotta get the the discipline right um you know there's a lot more into it it's fine if you just started like it's okay um like you don't know anything it's No, what's the worst thing that could happen on a podcast, right? I mean, you you say something wrong or, you know, or like you make yourself look like a fool and it's okay. Um, But, however, um, Agnes, you're using podcasts as a way to get business from other people. Can you tell us a little bit more um, at the end of the show? How are you doing that?
1: Yeah. So personally, I work together with coaches and entrepreneurs um, Mm -hmm. to make them successful in storytelling, which means that, um, you know, I think there's way more to it than just go on podcasts and talk about something Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, to really make it a tool for yourself and for your business. I think you should really narrow down these insights that you have, that you really get to the point and that you become a good speaker. um, And that's part of um, the the program that I offer. And besides that, I mean, if you want people to take you on on your show, there's a lot of branding that you have to do beforehand. Um, and in general, the way how you present yourself on social media, and a lot of people are not aware of that. So that's also a step that I go through with people. And obviously, you really need to know who your ideal client is, right? Because based on that, um, we focus on the right podcasts because it doesn't make sense to you know be for example in health a health coach and uh, then go on on podcasts that don't have anything to do with health or wellness so it's really about finding the right shows and knowing how to approach it and knowing what to what to talk about that clients are potentially interested in you
0: mm. And that's very interesting to me because it's true. You have to storytell your way out of this if you, when I mean, if you really want to do some business on in the marketplace because story people attract, people love stories, and I love your background and you do what you're doing with your podcast and how you're doing it. And but let me ask you: Are you making a full? Is this your full time job? Um, you know, for, uh, podcasting, looking for clients who can who can um, you know pay for your services?
1: Yeah, it's really a f- more than full-time job I would actually say because <laughs> when you're an entrepreneur you're working way more than 9 to 7, right? So right. um um yeah, so it takes way more time than it might look mm-hmm. from the outside, you know. I think it's it's just very similar to um podcasting itself because you just see let's say a 40-minute interview online, but you actually don't realize the amount of work and the amount of hours it actually takes to produce this in a good way. And, and that's the same thing um, when I work together with my clients, because it just takes so much longer um, than it might seem initially, you know? And they, and it's really a continuous process of um, me talking to them and seeing where they are and them having to implement these changes. So um, in order to really get there, it, it takes a while.
0: Absolutely, and yes, it takes a while, but people, it's doable. and if we if people can do it, anyone else can do it also. but for sure. Um, Agnes, how long did it take before you get your first client?
1: Yeah, actually, the fun part was that my first client um, was very organic. Mm -hmm. So it was actually someone who I had on my own podcast as a guest and then I was speaking at an event about podcasting and then she reached out to me and we had a conversation and the result of the conversation was just that she wanted to spread her message with the world you know, and wanted to get out there and get on more podcasts and then we actually started working together. Um, So yeah, that was just very cool because we knew each other already so well. Mm-hmm. Um. so that was a really exciting journey
0: ah man that's amazing see you put yourself out there you actually get attention which is great because then it leads to business um Agnes I know you're doing this full-time and it says a lot um what are some the packages that you're um you're you're offering to people so that people could understand um your full-time job your full-time job and the packages that you you're 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 giving them
1: yeah so honestly my packages are very individual so Mm -hmm. i always like tailor them based on the needs of someone right because there are some people that are starting out and they've never really been featured on podcasts, mm-hmm. which means that they require some more attention and work overall to get them there, um, also in terms of confidence. And then there are other coaches that I work together with that are already in the business for, let's say, four years, um, and they have their message already narrowed down, um, but then maybe they want to get, like, a high amount of podcasts, so it's, it's really something that we determine in an individual conversation.
0: Right. And uh, that's amazing because r- there's a lot of work at the beginning when you're working with a client, right? And, and you are absolutely correct. Some of them, they're, they have fears and insecurities and they don't want to get into videos. And, and it's true. Working with you is a lot more helpful. And, you know, they come to this, po- this podcast and it becomes easier because they actually know their stories and um, they become more confident. And it's, uh, I think it's trial and errors, though. It's like, okay, the more podcasts you get into, the better you are. And, right? Yeah, I
1: mean, the the more often you tell your story as well, mm -hmm. um, the more you improve. But on the other hand, you really have to get feedback, right? Because it's the same thing if I have a certain process in my business and I never talk to anyone else about it, I can't really get the feedback and get new ideas to improve it. So I think that's just very similar about telling your story as well.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And yes, it's just repetition, get feedback. And but first, you got to put yourself out. You actually have to do it. And, you know, and then when you start doing it, just like podcasting, you get better at it. The times goes on. Although you're going to look silly at the beginning, it can be. And the words might not come out the way you want it to come out. But Agnes, how are you? um, What is success to you in business?
1: Honestly, success is for me, um, it's really connected a lot to freedom as well. So Mm -hmm. for me, being able to wake up and schedule the day how... I want it, you know, mm-hmm. um, that already gives me an amazing feeling, uh, but it's really working together with people and seeing that you're able to get a result for them mm-hmm. and seeing that, um, that you talk to them about something and they actually really implement the changes and, and you see their success basically. Um, th- that's really part of my success, you know, seeing how other people, um, can spread their message and I'm part of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that's just really the feeling of success for me because I really know that I'm um, helping someone and solving a problem in the market and that people are really um, getting value from it and being able to live their dream. So, so yeah, that that's really success for me.
0: Um, that's absolutely right. And the freedom to schedule your time. Jesus Christ, people, it's it's... That's like the best thing. Um, Oh yeah! (laughs) When you get to when you get to just do everything else that you know, like um, schedule your time, and it's not mandatory. You actually have a choice. And Agnes, how are you? What do you have to do in order for this to happen? And how are you practicing it on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you need to have enough um, cash flow coming in, in order to have the life that you want, right? So in the end, it's just about getting enough clients um, in that's with every business, which means that you have to sell and get people to work together with you and get people to believe in you. And I mean, like with every business, um, there is in the beginning, a period where you're gonna have to put it more work into it. Uh, but at some point, mainly it just works via referral and you're gonna you know have a little bit less effort with getting new people in and then have even a little bit more freedom
0: ah that's amazing you've been an amazing guest thank you for like coming on and telling us like you know it's very true podcasting anyone can do it and you know me agnes and i did not we watch youtube and we don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get podcasting. And at the end of the day, our goal is to help people get our freedom for ourselves and just be happy with, um, with our time and how we're spending it. And so, Agnes, um, last question before, you know, before we – because you've been amazing. Um, so people can um, do this full-time, right, um, do services to other people. Did you go and learn the the services from someone else? Or did you actually just find out uh, the services yourself when you started your podcast first?
1: Yeah, so for me, I really learned everything just along the way. And I also had some coaches and mentors that helped me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. In the end, it's really about managing your fear, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: what entrepreneurship is really about is that you have the feeling or there is some, some type of vision in your head oh, that's what I really want to do. But then there's this fear to go after it, right? Um, Right. And and that's the same thing when you get your first client. So for example, you're a starting out coach, right? So there is something you have in your head and there's this belief somehow you can do it. But then there's still the fear there of actually doing it and being in that situation where you really have to deliver. Um, But actually going from it, and just, you know, doing it, out of that, there will come so much personal growth, mm-hmm. and from that first session you had, so let's say it's a coaching session, you will take away so much, and it will be extremely intense, but then next time, you will be able to improve, and if you manage that skill, you know, doing stuff that scares you, um, yeah, then, then you will grow in life, and you will become happy. And I mean, in the end, that's what it's all about, right?
0: Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, just keep doing it. Take, um, you know, take action. And again, what's the worst thing that can happen? Um, Agnes, before I let you go, and before we end this, what were you doing before all of this?
1: Yeah. So honestly, I um, did an education. I did a bachelor in business And then I started working as a corporate recruiter um, Mm -hmm. here in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And uh, I did that for around a year and I really didn't like it. Like there was a lot of micromanagement. There was no creativity. I had to search for the same role every month over and over again, um, doing the same processes. And I was just very miserable in that function. And I was really looking for change. So I decided to go back to university do a master and then i discovered the entrepreneurial world you know i discovered um just these types of characters and how driven these people are and i just felt really at home and i Mm -hmm. really didn't want to leave this world and uh, that's how i actually really got started by just you know going with the flow somehow and i really believe that if you have a certain idea and you just try out Um, at some point, you're really going to get there.
0: Amazing. Absolutely. Yes. Just take action, try it out, taste it. And then there's a lot that you can get out of it. Um, Agnes, you've been amazing. I love it. Thank you so much. Where can we find you and how can we get in contact with you? So that when when people like, you know, wants to know more about your services or about pretty much anything, just, yeah, yeah
1: so the best way to connect with me is really via linkedin you can just type in my name a g n e s b i l i k so agnes billig and just you know connect with me there and just send me a message if you wanna have some tips on how to be a good guest when it comes to podcasting and overall i just post a lot of tips on how to be a good guest what it takes you know to sell yourself um how to get in touch with your ideal client so everything around podcast guesting, um you'll find in my posts
0: yes there you go guys is www.linkedin.com and agnes billick and uh, that's on LinkedIn. you could just type her name and you'll find her um agnes thank you so much for uh, tuning in and um we're gonna let you go and that's it
1: thanks so much for having me this was yeah. a lot of fun
0: yeah me too thank you all right everyone thank you so much thank you for the comment too um i just want to Yeah, that um, great content. Thanks for sharing from Hector Hernandez. Thank you so much. Thank you, um, Russell, for tuning in too as well. All right, um, that's it. Bye, everyone.